All right, guys, it is me. We are just setting everything up, getting everybody ready, preparing. <laughs> I don't have a drink or anything or any of those things. Yo, yo. Oh, good. Hello. Is there any way I can bother you in grabbing me a beverage so that I don't choke the whole time? <laughs> Sorry, guys. Just give us a few moments. We are just waiting for everyone to get in here, a few more people present, and then we will start communicating. Anyone have any special plans for the weekend? I know I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, do. we do some special plans this weekend. Car shopping. That's awesome. Woot, woot. Hello, Catherine. Yes, car shopping. What are you looking for? What are you looking for uh, car-wise? We have a Pokemon Go event going on this weekend. Landon and I are, like, big on gaming. We love playing. Well, technically, we haven't played Fortnite in, God, it's been, like, a month, maybe a little longer. <laughs> Way longer than that. Yeah. I know it's weird to say that, but it's true. We've been playing GTA and Pokemon Go a lot. So, ah, Tahoe and Suburban. Is that a Suburban? Yep. Tahoe or a suburban preferred, but anything with third row. Nice, nice, nice. Well, that is awesome. All right. Just waiting for a few more people to come in. I will start speaking at the 830. Well, well, technically the 7 p.m. mark. <laughs> I had a Chevy Traverse that had th uh, third rowing, and I know uh, the Buick... Acadia also has third row seating as well. Those might be a little bit cheaper uh, options as well. Very good. So a lot of you guys have been actually asking me about my ankle. And I think it's so sweet that you guys have been like reaching out. Uh, I fell last week uh, shoveling snow and my foot went one way and I went the other way and we did think it was broken, but luckily it was not. So, uh, I've actually been doing pretty okay. Not a lot of pain, which is great. So just wanted to let you guys know I'm good. So you guys can all spread the word. <laughs> Hello, Missy. All right, guys. So tonight we were going to be doing something a little different than what we normally do. Uh, normally, I will kind of prepare the live and write down my thoughts and so that I'm prepared because I am super forgetful. I have like the worst memory. <laughs> Happy you're doing better and feel better. Yes, I absolutely do, actually. And hello, Hello, everyone. Good. Glad you got your earphones working. Yeah, my my ankle is not broken, luckily, and I'm 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 so incredibly happy for that. So, um, but uh, we still got a couple of things on the go. But uh, Landon and I are going to figure it out, and you know, <laughs> we always do. 
Alrighty. So today, guys, like I said, we're going to be doing something totally different. Um, as I said to you guys earlier, I am going to be channeling uh, Sylvia Brown tonight. And I am also going to be talking about my thoughts and opinions on the Maddie McCann, uh, the, the woman that stepped forward, indicating that she believes she is Maddie. So we're going to be talking about that a little bit as well. So first and foremost, I'm going to talk to you guys on how in the, how in the world did uh, I get in touch with uh, Sylvia Brown or why I did. It was kind of accidental, to be completely honest. Uh, a lot of people have a lot of different opinions on Sylvia Brown and everything in relation to Sylvia Brown. And it really, it hurts my heart because uh, for a long, long time, Sylvia Brown was doing very well in her life. Like she did great readings. She was great. I mean, she made it all the way to the Montel Williams show. That's pretty, pretty good in the sense of a, a psychic, especially back then. And, uh, Sadly, as she got older, she kind of lost her, her drive, her motivation for, for doing readings. And um, I believe that she also had potentially something in relation to, uh, and I don't want to say a pill addiction, but like she was definitely taking medication as well. And it could have very well affected her ability and caused her some problems at the end. I feel like she was very like drained by then and totally burnt out. So unfortunately she didn't give her best at the end there. Um, but yeah, I just kind of wanted to come in and talk about that. The Montel Williams show was really difficult for, uh, for her from what she was kind of telling me, uh, not because of she couldn't do the readings. It Because I do it as well, I totally understand. So for instance, I have done readings where I've been in groups and groups of people. I've had somebody who invited me to like a party where she had about 50 people walking in and out of her house constantly. And that is a lot of energy. So it can be extremely overwhelming to do it in a group of a lot of people. Unfortunately, I don't think she had a lot of say on that. So she kind of just went with the flow of it. But that, that itself was very intimidating. Yeah, as uh, Jackie says up here, uh, flame flickered out. Pretty much. Definitely did. She um, did, as she carried on in her career, spirits started to give her little tidbits of information on things like what heaven's like, what dying's like. And I'm actually learning a lot of that now in my own, um, you know, a chapter with all of this as well. So uh, at some point down the line, uh, I will definitely start writing. I'm going to be writing a bunch of books. I swear I'm going to be pulling a Sylvia Brown for you guys, but I'm going to be doing a lot of different books about a lot of different things on the things I have learned over the last couple of years as well. <laughs> yes, you have the books. That's right. Uh, she also says she has a picture with her somewhere. Yes, with her and Sylvia Brown. Oh wow, does she? That's cool. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, Jack. Jacqueline says she has. Uh, yes. Let's see where I think she. I forgot. I have a picture with her. I don't know where it is, but I'm gonna find it. And she, she says, says, "Yes, find it totally and share it in the group. I want to see it." <laughs> 
I'm having trouble keeping on the live. Oh, that's terrible. I'm sorry to hear that. Maybe try to turn your this phone will, off and on. Uh, they asked earlier, this will be posted live later on uh, tomorrow at some point, if you can't manage to get in again. But I would try shutting the app down and coming back in. Yep. It we we used to do it where we'd post it a week later, but we figured we'd start we changed the date, so now we post it a day later. <laughs> um, by the way, guys, before I get into the rest of the stuff with Sylvia Brown, I did want to mention tonight we are dropping the Bri- Brianna Taylor episode. Uh, that's going to be so exciting. Uh, I really did enjoy channeling with her. I did. Um, she kind of explained, like she took me through her journey um, a little bit. And actually she had so much information to say, but unfortunately I could not fit it all fit all of what she said in the episode. It was more so about like her upbringing, her, her life pre-death, uh, sadly. But I think at some point I will reconnect with her again and we will make a secondary episode so she can talk about her life in the past because I feel like that is definitely important as well. Wow, an autographed book too? That's cool. Alrighty. Um, so going back to Sylvia now, uh, when I was channeling her now, um, I'm not sure if you guys caught the live on, uh, on TikTok a few, uh, last week or not, but Landon and I have something pretty crazy going on in our lives at the moment. So, uh, sometimes when I am overly, um, stressed out, I will have spirits kind of like shoving themselves in and trying to tell me everything's going to be okay or give their two cents on the situation. Now with Sylvia, she kind of like stepped in and was like, I'm going to read you. And I was like, what? No, I don't want you to read me. I don't like readings. (laughs) I like giving readings. I don't like getting readings. And, uh, she's like, because I was kind of like hyperventilating and super triggered, she was kind of like telling me like, you're freaking out over nothing. It's going to be okay. It will work out. So it was kind of nice. Um, I never really had that from her before, but then again, I've also channeled her throughout the years. I channeled her like 2018 first time. And then I channeled her again in 2021. And then I channeled her again recently. So um, I've had a few spots with her. So maybe she's getting more comfortable with me. Um, She basically told me that uh, she and I have experienced a lot of the same things. Like she also got burnt out with her job at a very, very young age. And she also told me that although I'm kind of in the public eye, she says, don't go any further because it will ruin my life. And I believe that. So, uh, yeah, I was kind of, uh, it's, I'm, I'm not surprised about what she said. Uh, she thinks the podcast stuff is great. Um, I was happy about her comments about the podcast. She thinks that's great, but she doesn't think I should do anything show related or anything bigger than that. She says that at some point I may get approached about something and she says to think long and hard before I make that decision. So I was kind of surprised about that. And I kind of wanted to share that with you guys. Um, Now that she's on the flip 
side of the table and now she's a spirit, she says that she's a very, very active spirit on the other side that likes to channel. And she actually teaches and helps people that spirits that struggle up there on how to channel on the other side to like mediums or even their own family members. So she's got a bit of a cool job, which I've never heard of. So I was thinking, wow, that's pretty cool. Uh, so she loves to do that. And that's kind of what she does up there. She does other things too, but she still is very much involved in murder and and uh, anybody like uh, kids that have been stolen, like just crazy situations. She's definitely involved in that. And she wishes she got to have a radio show, like in a bigger way. <laughs> she, and you know who, who she hangs out with a lot, which I, I didn't even know they knew each other. Maybe they did, or maybe they didn't. But Sue Johansson, the sex uh, lady, the lady who talked about sex education. Do you remember her? Her, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> so she is somebody as well who uh, she communicates with a lot, which is kind of funny. So I think at some point we will be doing an episode with Sue Johansson. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I was a very young kid when I would listen to her show. <laughs> uh, Jacqueline, the Sue Johansson, the lady who would be up late at night and she would talk about sex education, like, you know, dildos, condoms proper sex all that jazz all the time she would take callers and everything yeah so uh it i was really young too so yeah it was but that i thought that was kind of funny um she also uh told me a couple of things in relation to like just her experiences being the same as mine like i run into these issues uh i don't know if you guys know but like for me personally i love doing channeling I do. I love it. I'd love everything in relation to it. But dealing with the people that are living is very difficult. And I have a very hard time with the uh, the online crit- criticism, critiquing, all that stuff. People, the bullies, like it really affects me. So um, I, I've kind of been pulling away a lot from TikTok, but I'm starting to get back into it for now. Uh, but yeah, so she told me that will happen a lot in my life where I'll go all in and then I'll want to pull away and then I'll go all in and want to pull away. So she told me that also was going to happen. Now, she also had some world predictions that she wanted to share with you guys as well. Um, So I remember back in 2020 when everything COVID related was going on. Um. sorry, when, when everything was going on with COVID, Sylvia Brown had uh, predicted that something like this was going to happen in one of her books. Now, she kind of wanted to elaborate on some stuff around this. Uh, when she had seen the COVID, the virus coming, she had seen a lot of like the government related issues as well. And she, I don't think she talked too much about that, but she just wanted to tell me that a lot of people ask, will this happen again? She is telling me that it's going to happen again. And I thought it was going to be like way later into the world. She's telling me it's going to happen in maybe 50 years. So I was thinking 100. She's telling me 50. So that's something she just wanted to kind of put out there. She told me now 
she and I are on the same page with it there being some sort of mutation. So just an FYI, that's kind of what she told me on that side of things. And she also said... Wait, like a mutation, like like a facial mutation or like a skin mutation or like our limbs going to start growing off of people's bodies? Um, More like, uh, so there will be... It, Honestly, how do I explain it other than like a Pokemon? Um, if there's going to be like bubbles on our skin, not on, it could be anywhere on our body. Kind of like the, chi- not chicken pox, the other pox, something along that, but it's going to be crazier looking. Um, well, shingles is adult chicken pox, and that's like big red clumps of bumps like all over your body, and they're like very itchy and can't like scratch them and stuff but they come in like clusters instead of like kid chicken pox are just one little dot all over whereas shingles is like big clumps of dots well this is gonna be like something we've never seen and um from what she was showing me it's like it's gonna go into this crazy vax non-vax fight thing too and like Oh, she's basically saying like that it's just going to be a bit of a shit show. It is not going to affect everyone, by the way. It will only affect certain people, certain things, but it will spread around the world. And um, it's it's going to go in stages. Like, so obviously it, we won't know what the hell it is at first and then the, it'll get more and more severe. So that's kind of what she was telling me Um it will probably affect people in the elderly. the The elderly will probably be the most affected by it. Um, from what she was telling me, the kids will actually be pretty immune to it. It's going to be like the older you are, the worse it'll be. Well, then that sounds a lot like shingles because shingles only uh, like a amplified mutation version of shingles because shingles only comes to elderly people and people who are older. I mean, it can come to young adults, but it does not affect children whatsoever. Children cannot get shingles because they are in the chicken pox stage. So this person was like, shingles are a nightmare, especially working in a nursing home. Uh, shingles are very painful. They're horrible. I have I have shingles right now in my eardrum. Oh, God, I feel terrible for you. My brother, my little brother had shingles and my mother has had shingles and I've had to take care of both of them during that. And yes, it it is a pretty painful thing. So maybe it'll be something similar to that is what she's talking about, seeing as like you said, it's not going to affect children or anything like that, which it wouldn't. Well, yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. Like, uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of, like, just details in that way. Uh, She did indicate as well, which kind of scared me a little bit, is that there may be um, a dictatorship coming, but, like, it'll get overturned. And that's connected to, like, the USA. And she was telling me that would happen. She was telling me that now that this was kind of cool, this part I enjoyed, uh, the aliens. So I asked her about, like, the aliens. Like, what is going on here? Like, can you give me any insight on what you feel? And she was telling me that it's going to get so crazy, so wild. So the government already has started this, like, 
war in in a sense with them like instead of trying to communicate it's like they're fighting them at the moment and also trying not to cause um mass uh fear amongst everyone so they're trying to keep everything as uh, like you know they deal with the things that are like everyone's seeing in the sky um obviously they're dealing with that but they're also trying to keep it very hush hush but yeah it sounds like the government is going to be scared to kind of be peaceful which is kind of shocking um for some countries but uh she's saying that they they do come in peace and that they're going to try to help us especially with the 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 illnesses going on in our world so like they have some um uh, enhancements with some medical anything in when it comes to cures with things and we could be benefiting from this but instead it looks like we're going to fight it a while so yeah that was kind of cool um and she told me that I believe that too, uh, Melissa. I I believe they're just trying to come in peace uh, and they're not trying to do any sort of harm. Yeah, so I I felt like that was really neat. Uh, She gave me that. Yeah, definitely can't keep it hush-hush. Everybody's got cameras now. Like way back in the 50s and 40s, like not many people had, like nobody had a camera phone to take a picture and immediately upload it to the internet. You know what I mean? Like they didn't even have the internet. Now everybody's got a phone. Everybody's got connection to the internet right away. TikTok is the fastest way to make a video and boop, upload it right away. Can't can't keep the aliens hush-hush much longer. Exactly. Um, yeah, so we talked about that. Um, she just wanted to let her fans know that she loves that people still reference things she wrote about. And uh, she says, obviously, she knows more. She still has uh, that same look. I, she only goes by the look she has uh, because she wants people to recognize her. So she still has her, her kind of haircut, her long nails. Uh, the raspy voice is a little less raspy. <laughs> Um, she, but, uh, she's definitely, that was, a, that, that always used to get me her raspy voice, <laughs> her spunky, her personality, I'd say before she hit 50 is kind of the energy and vibe she's got. Like she has a full, like zest for her afterlife now. And, uh, she has also, um, uh, Sabrina, we are talking about Sylvia Brown. She has also had interactions with serial killers. Oh my God, Jacqueline, those long ass nails used to scare the ever living crap out of me. I love Sylvia Brown, but her nails, I was like, dude, why are those so long? <laughs> um, yeah, she, uh, she. Nope, you're fine, Sabrina. I was just letting you know we're talking about Sylvia Brown at the moment. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that was kind of it. Now, uh, I was going to ask you guys if you guys had any questions that you might want me to ask her, and I'll see if I can get some of those answers from her directly. I loved her Montel so much. So the questions you can ask her, guys, will be in relation to, like, her own person, anything she's experienced, uh, nothing for your own personal stuff. So not anything personal for yourself, okay? <laughs> uh, yes. So she has been here technically with me this entire time. Um, I 
Hi, I just wanted to double check and see how many people's energies were in here uh, to see if I can hold her here. <laughs> so Miss DIY asks, what does she miss about the real world? Oh, goodness. That is a good question. Let's see. Uh, okay, okay. So she misses the the views, the, 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 anything she gets to see, like she says the landscape, she says the landscape here on earth is beautiful. And she, of course she misses her people. Like they're obviously like her kids and stuff, but that's about it. Uh, she says that she is so happy that she missed that COVID chapter completely. She said that she could only imagine how many spirits would have bugged her then like you. Like, <laughs> uh, what's it like in the afterlife? That is a good question. Um, for her, she, so, so she's a busy spirit. She does, as I had said a little bit earlier, she like helps spirits channel their loved ones or mediums. Like she, she kind of connects to people or shows them how to do it. So that's what she does a lot of over there. When it comes to what it looks like, from what I've gathered from many spirits, including her, it is what we want it to be. So if your heaven is like a waterfall with a beach and like just hanging out, reading a book, relaxing, like that's what heaven will be like for you if that's what you envision. And for her, it's go, 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 go on the go. So she has yet to calm down since she's passed on. She has yet to take a break, she said. Does she have anything that to say about anything major happening in the world? Um, uh, she kind of wants to address, gosh, uh, hmm. Okay. So she, maybe something a little more, maybe ask a little bit more specific of a question than that. Like, yeah. She's kind of referencing a lot of different things all at the same time. So like she speaks very quickly. She referenced China and something, um, uh, something, uh, what's it called? Mother nature. Um, something, an act of God taking place there somewhere that she's a little concerned about. She is talking about the, uh, child, a pedophile ring, having some big movements there this year and next year, more so next year. Uh, she's referencing, um, something special, something really good happening in Australia, like a, a leader stepping in and, and making some changes there. She She's talking about a lot of different things. So a lot of good and bad. A lot of bad for the U.S. right now, sadly. All right. Uh, we are, I would like to know how bad uh, it's going to get with food shortage and supplies. Should people be stocking up on dog and cat food like people are saying? Um, no, they'll be able to pull through. Uh, they'll be able to manage. It might just be a little bit more on the expensive side. Was she greeted by all the people who she helped when they crossed over or when she crossed over? Good question. Uh, yes, many. She says she feels like a celebrity over there. 
She, uh, wow. Okay. Um, there were some like celebrities that she wanted to meet, like Elvis. <laughs> that was somebody she loved and wanted to meet. Um, she finds, uh, oh my goodness. Okay. That's hilarious. Uh, she thinks that the Tiger King is she likes him. She thinks Joe Exotic is hilarious. He makes her laugh. I think he's funny. I mean, I he's not my, like, you know, like, I, I'm not like, oh, he was right. But, I mean, come on now. With how the other one acts, you know, that wouldn't be surprising for someone to get very furious. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think he's he's he is funny a little bit. Yeah, well, she finds him quite funny, and uh, she is not a fan of CB. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say there. That's exactly why I said I wouldn't blame him. Like, nobody blames him because of how the other one over there acts, you know? Like, he's trying to do these good acts, and he just keeps getting knocked down when this other one is just... I crapping on his parade you know what i mean my my one random question and i know it's so silly but i had this question for her and she answered it i asked her if netflix and shit like that was like available up there like can we access things like that down here and she told me that it's different it's not the same but you can basically see anything you want so hey I mean, yeah, sure, because you're already gone. So you could be like, I want to see the 56th episode of Friends on a mega screen. And that boob will just pop up in the sky for you. (laughs) Oh, my. Sylvia is not a fan of Eileen. However, however, she knows how to handle her. Um, She she doesn't like. So Eileen is too hippity hoppity for her. Eileen is like an ADHD um, ADD spirit. I can see that. She, I can, like, yeah, she's very all over the place bounces. too much. Sylvia was not one of those people. She uh, does. She see World War Three happening. Uh, it is very, very, very possible, but it is also very preventable. So hopefully, we get our shit together and prevent that from happening. <laughs> But yeah, Eileen is very... Uh, Does she have any regrets? That's a good question. She does. Uh, At the end of her life, she wishes she had taken a break. She was telling me that she should have stopped and just focused on her books as soon as she stopped receiving the messages clearly. When she started to self-medicate herself, which is kind of what she's showing me, is when things went downhill. She stopped hearing things as clearly. She couldn't channel properly. She started to get a lot of things wrong. So she wishes she had just taken that break. Uh, A lot of the last part of her life kind of ruined the rest of her reputation, and that does significantly affect her. Uh, Does she see anything specifically for Canada happening? Because you had mentioned, like, China and the U.S. and stuff. Somebody asked, what about Canada? Uh, uh, okay. Well, she's showing me that uh, the biggest concern that, that she sees 
is uh, the poverty issues at the moment. Um, and she's also referencing that people who are on disability or welfare or, you know, child, any of those things, a lot of that's going to be getting cut significantly. And also there's going to be a lot of limitations and um, they're going to be doing more temporary versus long-term um issues. So a lot of people that may have been sitting on disability for 20 years for uh, an issue that the government considers not minor, they will be removed from like ODSP and stuff like that. Yeah. So like somebody who's like sitting on it for like, uh, like arthritis or something like that, something that could be preventable. Right. Like, like for instance, uh, if somebody is in a a wheelchair, they may say something like, no, this is for Canada. Yeah. No, this is for Canada only. Uh, for somebody who may be in a wheelchair, they may say something like, okay, so you may not be able to do a job where you're standing up, but maybe you can do a job where you're sitting down. Like they're going to help people. Heavily assess. Yes. Yeah. I think, yeah, that would be a good idea because there is a lot of people and we know a lot of people that are getting ODSP and they can work just fine. They just, you know, a lot of them just don't want to. It definitely uh, is not the worst thing to happen. I would agree with that, too. But it is going to cause a lot of devastation for people that have been. And I hate to say this, but relying on the government for 20 to 25 years already like they don't have any education they don't have what they need to obtain a job like in their eyes like it's going to be scary but the band-aid is definitely going to be pulled it definitely needs to be pulled i agree it's definitely going to be a major wake-up call it does happen in the u.s i know specifically my brother which is crazy my brother is mentally disabled he is mentally handicapped he has low iq Uh, He's also autistic uh, and he got his disability taken from him recently and he's 28 and he's been on it since he was about eight. So he's been on it about 20 years and they told him, nope, he can function. uh, He can go get a job. So my brother, I mean, he's always worked the minimum he's allowed, but now he has a little bit more options to work a little bit more. But it's it's happening to everybody for sure. I think they're doing it. and this is my view on it versus uh, Sylvia's. I think they're they're doing it because we have so many people that cannot get on it that have like I've seen. I saw a woman. Uh, I did a reading on her. She had uh, she was in a wheelchair. She also had no function in her arms or her legs. She had a colostomy bag. Like she physically could not work, and she wanted to work. She did, but she kept getting denied and denied and denied. And she wasn't denied because of her disability. She was denied because there's no room to put her on the list. So that that's that those things make me very sad so i hope that we're able to assist the people that genuinely genuinely need it more you're fine cheryl uh she just answered that question way in the beginning way in the beginning already oh yeah we talked about that that's all now alrighty. uh couldn't agree more absolutely okay so uh the other thing she the other thing she had mentioned to me about Canada uh, is that uh, we are going to be 
really providing like opportunities for those people who are currently like considering pre-med or nursing like people are they're going to be basically giving away free um, schooling for people who they feel would be a good fit because we are missing and not able to obtain a lot of nurses and doctors so there's going to be like a lot of like incentives for kids to go to school and become doctors and nurses well I would be very interested in that <laughs> so I'm I'm excited about that and there is going to be a lot of breaks for teachers as well teachers here in Canada have gotten a lot of cutbacks 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 and um, they don't get a lot of help with kids there are going to be it's going to be like mandated where they're going to be changing a lot of that um, because teachers also there's a lot of things in the background where teachers get accused of things students get accused of things so there's going to be a lot of structure with teachers not being able to be like on one-on-one -on -one basis with students like they're going to be protecting themselves and the students there may even be something like recording option as well to a certain degree people will be able to access seeing their children in classes potentially like there's going to be a lot of big changes with schools too yeah i know the school stuff sucks in the u.s too uh we yeah it kind of sucks in both places for certain things for teachers and the schools and doctors and nurses in the school in the hospitals it's crappy both places Absolutely. Um, alrighty. So now we're going to move on to my thoughts on this Maddie McCann situation. Um, now I did not do a whole heck of a lot of research on this. I really just did not have a lot of time to be completely honest. But other than that, I wanted to make the live not a lot of work. I just wanted to just go into it and talk about my own predictions on it just willy-nilly without kind of writing everything down. But so I know that there is a female right now. She has a, I think she has an Instagram account and I believe there's some association with TikTok as well. I'm not a hundred percent sure though, but I do know that this little girl, not little girl, she's, she's a, 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 almost an adult or there around that age. Um, she had come forward indicating that she believed to be Maddie. And um, a lot of people have been asking me over and over again on how I feel about this situation. Now, I wish so badly that she was Maddie. And I, sadly, I do not feel as she is, though. I feel like she is, she is though, a child for sure that came from some sort of ring. And I feel like a lot of things were brainwashed. I feel like she, she may even have had, what is that surgery called that they used to do back in the day? Lobotomies. Lobotomies. Where, and what does that do? It takes away certain things of your brain or? Well, back then they thought that it would stop people from like being like bipolar or schizophrenic or sexually driven into the same gender uh, realm, you know, being in the LBGTQ community. There was a lot of reasons why they used it. But basically, 
uh, it does mess up your brain ultimately and can ultimately kill you. Okay. Uh, well, that I feel like something happened where she had her memory wiped from her completely. And I really do believe that she was taken. We will find her DNA somewhere in the system. It may take some time for that to happen. She also has a lot of information, which will also be kept hidden from the world for a while. So she may, after they make the announcement that it is not Maddie, they're going to, everyone's going to kind of not forget about her, but she's going to kind of go under the radar for a bit. And then something will come out. They'll be like, remember this girl? They're going to find the DNA that matches her and who her parents actually are. Then on top of that, they're going to like do some interrogations and not in a scary way, but try to find out some more things. I really believe she has some sort of connection to Epstein's Island. I feel like she has a lot of information inside of her, which is another reason why she was brainwashed and those memories were melted away. But I feel like they're locked in there. And I do feel like she's going to have some memory and some recollection. There may even be something attached to her DNA somewhere along the lines too. So it's going to be pretty crazy when everything kind of comes forward. I really wish she was. And I feel that Maddie is still alive. As I've said, in my previous episode. By the way, if you guys want to listen to that episode, it is under the exclusive content on Podbean only. You do have to sign up. It is a $2 subscription. Automatically, you will have access to all 27, 28 episodes. I'm unsure, uh, but you guys would have access to all of them. And uh, Brianna Taylor will be another episode we will be covering tonight there as well. Um, yeah, that's basically it on the Maddie side of things. And did you guys happen to have any questions about that specifically? People are just commenting here, uh, which I agree with Miss DIY that nothing surprises with that fucker Epstein. I believe it is 100 percent somebody uh, related to the Epstein Island. I also feel like this girl has potentially come in contact with Maddie and that's why she's so fixated on the fact that she is Maddie because I feel like she has come in contact with her and maybe because of her getting that frontal lobe uh, lobotomy, she is mixing her brain because they can screw your brain around like eggs, scramble it around. Like you remember Stranger Things and Eleven's mom and how she was like sitting there and repeating the same things over and over again, Rainbow Room, three, blah, 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 whatever. She had gotten many lobotomies, which screwed her brain around. So that's why I feel like maybe that's where she misconstrued Like she met Maddie, but now she thinks she's Maddie. I'm going to explain something to you. Landon, I also agree with you, by the way. Um, I'm going to explain something to you guys with Maddie. I feel like Maddie is still in the system, but you can go and listen to the episode. And I feel the, the thoughts I felt on Maddie when I did that episode are still the same. So go and listen to it. You'll hear my thoughts on it more in detail there. Uh, but what I will say is absolutely, I do feel like there is some sort of connection to this girl and Maddie. She has a memory of Maddie, which is like something is there in connected to her. That's totally something very accurate in my opinion too. Um, there was something else I was going to mention. Uh, I, there are definitely, that's it. That's what I was going to say. There are so many kids. So here, here how, do, how do I explain this? Some children along the lines that are thrown into the sex trafficking rings do get killed because they are 
uncooperative. They are trying to like ruin things. They they act out like they do get killed. However, there are children who are very obedient and follow along with what they're being told and just go along with things. Well, what happens to those children is they don't really feel right about killing them. So they just kind of throw them back in society in some way. They'll say, hey, you want to adopt this child? You want to do this? They'll give them to churches. They'll, they'll do what they need to do, but they will not give them back to their family to obviously cover their asses. But, and usually those kids get thrown in different countries. So if a kid is missing from like, let's say Brazil, then that child may be brought to the U.S. and dropped in the U.S. If the kid was taken from the U.S., they might be dropped in Brazil. Not to say I'm not, I'm just using it as an example. I'm not referencing anyone in particular. Yeah, but basically you're saying whatever, wherever they're taken from, they're moved to another country, another location so that they don't get found in the system, at least as easily as if they were to be returned back to their country. They probably don't even remember, honestly, these people who take these kids, they don't even remember where they came from either. They're just taking them and passing them around like cookies. Pretty much. That That's exactly what I would say. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you for explaining it that way. But yeah, so that is basically uh, what I felt on the Maddie situation I, I tried very hard to like really like look into this and I really wanted it to be Maddie. Um, but unfortunately I just don't feel that way. And I wish I did. I, I always hope, you know, when I go into things and people are like, can you look into this? I'm like, uh, yeah. And I get really excited. And then I also get disappointed. I'm like, ah, fuck, you know, <laughs> Uh, yes, Edith, uh, she answered. So she, we do uh, we do not feel like this uh, particular girl that is all over TikTok, that Maddie's parents are going to be paying for this DNA test for her. We do not feel like it is going to be uh, Madeline McCann, unfortunately. Uh, but we do feel like she knows Maddie. She has come in contact with her at some point in time. I really hope that the child uh, sex rings get taken down. I'm really hoping, like, one day, uh, hopefully soon, I'm hoping to get in contact with, like, Ashton Kutcher and see if there's anything we can do to kind of help take out some of these rings or at least get closer to taking them down. Absolutely. Uh, yes, I believe so. I believe that uh, Madeline McCann's parents are going to be paying for uh, the DNA test uh, from what... I've seen and heard they are going forward with it uh, to make sure because they want to be a hundred percent sure if it is or isn't their daughter. Absolutely. Well, yeah, that is basically everything I have on my end uh, to talk about unless you guys had Anything you wanted to talk about or address, uh, we've got a big week, uh, not a big week, but we got a big month lined up for you guys. That's what we'll talk about. Uh, just an FYI, guys. So uh, we did, in fact, have two bonus. Ep- we do, in fact, have two bonus episodes coming. 
Uh, those two bonus episodes will be dropped the last week of March, and you guys will have the opportunity to win and choose the episodes. We will be doing the draw this Sunday on Facebook. So if you have yet to join the Freaked Out Podcast Facebook group, please join because we will be doing the draw live. We will be doing two draws, one for our OGs, anyone who has been... Um, a member for six consecutive months, uh, you automatically get entered into the draw. And that'll be draw number one. At that point, you guys get to choose. Whoever wins gets to choose the next bonus episode as long as it's within the the, uh, category of Black History Month. And then um, we're going to be doing a second draw, which will then be uh, picked that well it'll be probably the, like five minutes later and it'll be for anyone new coming in so you guys will also have the opportunity to get an opportunity to choose an episode so we will be picking those people live and hopefully you guys will be watching hopefully we can figure out the episode soon and then we can post about them uh real country uh videos they have already released the uh fly logs of all the people that have ever visited epstein's island so pretty much all the celebrities that have ever visited there are on these logs their names are right there like uh there's a few on there i'm not naming anybody right now you can go personally yourself to look at these logs i've personally looked at them um but yeah you'll have to download the 37 pages of the pdf of all his logs there is a lot of people that have joined and this is very small print 37 pages i think there's like at least like 50 to 70 names on each page The draw is this Sunday, right? Yes. I'm not sure. Yes, this. I'm not sure on the time yet. Uh, Landon and I, we've got a bit of a busy weekend. So when we come back from our weekend, we're going to be preparing everything. It might take us a couple of hours. So maybe like 8, 8.30 p.m. on Sunday night. Yes, we have a we have a, an event that we're doing. So we want to be able to get home eat and everything before we come on and do this live absolutely but we'll let everybody know we'll probably let everybody oh, know yeah. a few hours beforehand like all right everybody we're going to be going live at this time yes uh miss diy says thanks thank sylvia for us for all her wonderful help tonight i definitely will ah well guys thank you so much for joining us tonight and uh we will be back again landon will be posting that episode here in the next 15 minutes and yeah, um, hopefully we will be able to uh, have a beautiful uh, <laughs> weekend. I hope you guys all have a good weekend. And we will be back next week for, um, what's her name? Oh my goodness. Rosemarie Gayhart. Is that correct? Did I say it right? I believe so. Her episode is next week on Friday and she will be on the regular side of the podcast. Take care, guys. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. I am actually a little upset that Sammy did not win when he was in Montreal. I feel like they took they took his his time from him. Uh, at least something he could have at least got something on Roman. I feel like they didn't do what they should have done. Sorry, somebody asked that question. I've been waiting for you to stop talking so I could answer it before you cut it off. It's all good. Don't worry. Um, yeah, I was not very, I was not very happy about it, but I also expected it. I knew Roman was gonna, if Roman lost in Canada, he would have had like a little baby bitch moment. So I, uh, 
I I agree with that and everything, but I'm just saying, I feel like they did Sammy dirty. I feel like they also did Edge dirty, too, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, because Edge also is Canadian, and he also did not win his match. Yeah, Edge is going to have his time, though. I think he'll get a last win before he officially retires. All right, that's all I wanted to say. You guys have a great weekend, and remember, stay freaked out. Yeah, yeah.